The G-Men Podcast brings you inside our community and lets you listen in on the conversations that empower men to win in life and business. Sometimes we can't wait for people to come to us. We got to go to them. Let's go. got to have critical thinking in a time of crisis. Be conscious of who you are connecting Any crisis, you got what? The brotherhood. I just wanted to highlight Guardy Saturn. I know he's probably not on the call, um, but he has done some big things. You know, I love his posts where he's talking about you know, playing by his own rules and leveling up. We've seen his transformation right here in the G. I'm just going to read a bit of what he said. He said, this exact time last year is when I started to tap into the Cleveland market. I came out here dolo and took a chance on myself. Probably one of the best decisions I ever made. Exactly a year later, I closed on my first rental property. The greatest feeling of it all was I did it my way. Investing in higher level mentorship, learning how to leverage business credit, and building the right relationship is what got me across the finish line. This year has been one of my most progressive years in business. Along the way, I got terminated from my job due to COVID. I know I could have applied for another job, but I never wanted to give anyone that power over me. I learned in life, sometimes you got to be able to stick things out and roll with the punches that life throws at you. I know building a business is not for everyone, but building wealth is go get you some real estate so powerful share by guardy wanted to highlight that super important to shout people out give them their flowers you know in real time if you have guardy's uh phone number in your phone send him a text let him know you saw about his recent success shout him out next i'm glad that mr clifton Barr is joining us you know what i'm saying usually he's training in the dojo so this is a rare opportunity for us to, to be in his presence, but we want to shout him out as well. Um, and Mr. Barnes posted this, you know, and it, it was transformational. He said, very thankful to be on the cover of this month's money pages. I repeat, money pages. That's super important here in the Jeep. He said, on this month's cover of money pages, I remember when I first met Coach K before the pandemic. Then when I met Bernard, it seemed like every week he would unlock something new in my mind or a new way of thinking. I definitely needed that. Then I'm grateful to all the men that are in this group as well. This space is very needed, and I'm always trying to spread the word that it is here for us. Check out the link to the magazine, guys, and you click on the link. You know what I'm saying? You got you got to go deeper sometimes. You got you got to see it for yourself, you know. But he is on the cover of Money Pages, so. Guys, shout out those men. Give them their flowers. If you're on the call, you can always say you can give Mr. Barnes his flowers right now. So so uh, go ahead, take yourself off mute and uh, let him know that you are truly proud of his efforts and want to see him consistently growing 
building his brand and going further. Go for it. Let's go. La da da da. Congrats to you, man. Good job, bro. Clutch McGee. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Ah. Already. Yeah. All right. Before I let Mr. Barnes give us a few, two things that worked, two things that he had to stop doing. Guys, one of the reasons why men keep doing stupid stuff over things that really shift the world is because we don't celebrate each other. We waiting for women to dress up in tights, cheerleaders, tights, and and then pom-poms and flip for us. And that's why nothing getting done because if that's the only thing that motivates you, women not going to do that. They just, you know what I'm saying? They just not going to do that unless it benefits them. So we have to be the place where men can level up. Bro, you close a multi-million dollar, Guardy stay texting me. He stay texting me about his small wins. And I appreciate it because not only does it motivates me, but it lets me know that it, even in, in the absence of me seeing him on the calls, he's sticking to what the plan was. And I can celebrate him. I usually just send over a meme doing something funny to let him know, keep going. Um, but guys, sometimes that's enough. But when men don't have any space where they can talk about their wins and, and all the shifts that they had to consistently make, then men stop doing things for attention more than doing things to build a legacy. And we want you in that legacy space. So this is a space, a safe space to share your wins, share your grind, share the efforts, share the downs, as well as the ups, because we will celebrate you and we will push you to go further. All right, Mr. Barnes, give us two takeaways from your journey and then two things that you just, hey, I had to cut some of this stuff out to be where I'm at today. I tell you what, man, the one of the things that uh, ended, I would say that one of the things that ended up happening as time went on is that, you know, I started using the calendar app. And the reason why I started using the calendar app is because you have to be able to, you have to manage your time managing your time wisely not only wisely um it was just certain things that i always i kind of prided myself on if somebody needed help that i would drop everything i'm doing and help them but at the same time you know you can still help somebody but you need to do that in a certain way like uh, i remember hearing a story of a guy who said that you know he took time for himself even if it was to relax to get away you know, you take time for yourself and to he scheduled time to take time away <laughs> to relax. So it's one of those things that I started definitely implementing, um, definitely managing my time more. Uh, so even things are, me and the calendar app are if it's not on the calendar, it doesn't get done. So me and the calendar app are like this. Um, Another thing is, you know, one of the things that Bernard was saying of why I'm not always on is training. I, I feel that everybody should do some sort of martial arts, not only obviously for the discipline, but it's one thing to put yourself in a position where you don't know you, you, you don't know how uncomfortable you are. You need to make yourself uncomfortable and a martial arts for me is Muay Thai. I love Muay Thai. And it has pushed me in ways that I never knew I could do. I never knew the things that I could do until I actually did it. I remember the very first time, the very first session that I went into, the teacher, his name was Crew Matt at the time. Um, he said, everybody do 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and 100 squats. And I'm like, what? Where? Huh? Like, all right. That, that, that was the warm-up. Let me repeat. That was the warm-up. 
before we even started training. And, you know, so it, it just goes more and more. There's levels. I mean, every Friday we do 400 burpees. Every Friday, 400 burpees before sparring, before sparring. It's just one of those things where you have to know what you can do. And you'll, until you make yourself uncomfortable, you'll never know where you can be. Oh, yeah, we're going to let that breathe. You know, let that mic drop moment happen. All right, guys, I reposted the live stream in the Facebook community. So thanks to Jabray for being an ambassador on the YouTube call. If people start to drop in, if they have questions that pertains to tonight's content, uh, you can feel them and we can get that back out to them. Let me read something from a book. All right, Coach Kendall sent me this book. I'm going to hold it up to the camera. Hopefully you guys can see it at some point. All my graphics is messing it up. But it's called Winning Tim S. Grover. So if you loved Relentless, this is the next version. It's called Winning, The Unforgiven Race to Greatness. The Unforgiven Race to Greatness. And look who gives him an endorsement. Tim Grover was by my side for 15 years and knows more than anyone about building winners. This book is essential for those who want to be the best at whatever they do and are willing to what? Do the 400 burpees. And are willing to what? pay the price to get there. Michael the GOAT Jordan. Michael the GOAT Jordan. Let me read. I only got one area bookmarked. You know what I'm saying? And I just reread this area over and over and over again. So I'll take it from the top of the page to uh, the back first sentence. So it says this. Results matter. You might be reading this and thinking that's that's just not me. Maybe not, but I'd be willing to wager if you really look deeper, you'll see the things you do for yourself, maybe without even thinking about it, that others might consider selfish. It's in all of us. When you truly want the end result, those things are no longer a choice. They're a necessity. I know many psychologists and experts talk about the positive benefits of being supportive and positive and tolerant, as opposed to being tough, strict, harsh, or critical. If that softer approach has worked for you, I mean with measurable results, not just as something that makes you the popular team leader, then keep doing what you're doing. Michael knew one way, and it worked, not just for himself, but for everyone else around him. If that made him selfish, he'd gladly show you his six rings and say, you're welcome. Why is it so wrong to be considered selfish? The word self literally relates to your identity, your individuality. Self defines who you are. There are books, songs, t-shirts, posters, and 4 billion Facebook posts telling you to love yourself, find yourself, take care of yourself, be yourself. If you're going all in on yourself, wouldn't that make you selfish? Like that's a bad thing. Finishes with this sentence. It's not a bad thing. And it's essential if you are going to win. If you are, what did Simone Biles do? She said, you know what? I haven't been taking care of. Bro, she got more medals than everybody who's ever been in the Olympics. So if she says, I need to step down to reset, Bro, everybody should be stepping down to reset. 
<laughs> whatever she doing, we need to be doing. But is that how the losers of the world looked at it? <laughs> Let's call them what they are. They ain't doing 400 burpees. They ain't got more medals than anyone who has ever competed in the history of the Olympics. How dare you challenge her greatness? Because you don't know what it takes. So if you're running around here thinking selfishness is a bad thing, let me tell you what's bad. What's bad is being self-centered. The world does not revolve around you no matter how big you act your head, act like your head is. The world don't spin around you. It revolves around the sun because the sun nourishes everything in the ecosystem. It don't revolve around you. But being selfish is necessary. What did Mr. Barnes just say? If we don't get tight with the calendar, my nieces and nephews is over. I love them. I had some work to do. They came in. I was like, look, I'm working. But uh, 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 I'm working. If I can help you immediately and get back to work, I want to help you. If I can't help you immediately and get back to work, then we ain't got nothing to talk about. Find someplace else to be. It's not deep. Because if I am not selfish, the things that require me to be a part of it to get done, not going to get done. Bro, I have no problem stopping what I'm doing and doing something for somebody else, but they're going to have to, they gonna have to put up. That means my work still got to get done. So they're going to have to say, Bernard, let me do that for you so you can do this for me. Brian got no problem doing that. But what's not going to happen, what we're not going to do is throw my whole life off, my progress, my day, all of that stuff off because we're not selfish enough to get done the things we need to get done. My grandma was talking to me yesterday and she was like, he went to the gym again? And Tasha was like, yeah, he training. So he can go like three, four times a day. She was like, a day? He was like, and he's cutting back because y'all here. Tasha, no. Bro, look, I heard Arnold Schwarzenegger say in an interview, like y'all don't really listen to what people say. He said he used to work out five hours a day and while i don't care to work out five hours a day i know his bank account over the hundred million mark bro i'm a wrestling fan when the rock was a dough boy rocky maivia his bank account was light on dough and when the rock put some abs on his body bro he can't lose bro conan was horrible we still watched it it was horrible Bro, winners do what winners do. And we keep making excuses for the people we know are losers in our life. Right? Look, I love my wife. I told my wife, look, I'm eating a certain way. I'm stopping by Emerald Smoothie to get my smoothie for the day you want anything. She was like, I want a Slurpee. Like, they don't make Slurpees. She was like, I know. Go to 7-Eleven and get me a Slurpee. So she got a Slurpee body, bro. It, it, that's how it goes. Bro, I love her. I'm about to force who I am on her. Well, I, what I'm not going to do is pretend I'm following her lead. Just because people not smart, smart enough to follow yet don't mean they're they not going to wise up. And when you stay your course, when you do your 400 burpees, when you dive into content like winning, when you adopt the mindset of like, look, bro, we got to schedule some things. We won't have to put it on my calendar. You're not going to let people throw you off who you need to be. Because if we track your time, we know who you're going to become. 
Bro, you never go to the gym. You will never become a powerlifter. Like, that, that don't go together. You know what I'm saying? My wife finally saw it. We was watching an interview. We are watching an interview. And I've, for years, I've talked about police officers in shooting shape. Because when I was 16 years old, I started driving. I was going to clubs, the kitty clubs, had an encounter with a policeman. And bro, his gun was in my face. His dogs was in my face. And I was like, what's going on? And the black policeman on the scene pulled me aside and he said, he's in shooting shape, son. He ain't got no other options. That's why his gun's up. And that always stuck with me. He was like, this man will shoot me because he has, he has a job that if he was placaled, he wouldn't need no guns because we would all give him the space that people with placals get. But because he ain't placaled and his stomach looked like he'd been pregnant for 19 months, he got the shotgun out because he know there ain't nobody gonna give him no other respect if he don't have a shotgun in his hand pointing at people's children. So that stuck with me. So we were watching the interview and Tasha was like, that's what you mean shooting shape, man. Right, he couldn't run to the front door if he had to. So he just gonna pull the gun out and he gonna shoot. And so a lot of times we're not performing what we signed up to do at its best because we're not at our best. We're not walking around as winners. And see, I think so many men get distracted in being competitive instead of just simply being a winner. Ask yourself, am I winning? Is this working? Bro, that's the only conversation you should consistently have with yourself. Am I winning? Is my family doing what I tell them to do? If not, uh, cut back on some stuff. Daddy, can I, uh-uh. That bed ain't been made in two days. I don't even know why we have a bed in that room. And then the next time it ain't made, you, you disassemble some things on the bed. Dad, what happened? I don't know. Maybe because you didn't make the bed, the bed on tilt now. Dad, what happened? Maybe because you didn't make the bed for four days, your, your whole box spring gone now. It's in the garage. Dad, what happened? Well, if you can't maintain a bed, ain't no need for you to have one. So many of us, we live these cookie cutter lifestyles because we have we have diluted what winning really looks like. Bro, there's a lot of it, see. Okay, there's a lot of NBA players, so so we celebrate them, right? Like like who besides me thought the Nets had like one of the best shots to be champions right now? You know what I'm saying? The Lakers, like, come on, are you, kidding? are you kidding me? Even the Clippers, like with Kawhi, like we were like, who saw Giannis? Like who saw him doing what he did? Ah, because we're letting the glitz and glamour fool us. When I go to the gym, my brother got me on a training plan. I'm in the gym like 2 a.m. Raise more women in the gym than men, always. Always. And I see why so many of us in shooting shape. With the 19-month gut, the baby ain't dropped. You know how many men reached out to me? B, I want to come to the retreat, but I don't want to do the rugged man. Bro, it's a rugged maniac. We saw a blind man do it. Drew tell you Drew was there. He was blind, bro. <laughs> that's the, bro, that's the one text I keep getting. Uh, the rugged maniac, do I have? Yes! 
to see where you're at. Why? Because then you know and you're reminded where you can grow and where you can, bro, you see my retreat beard coming in. It ain't gonna be like the braids, but, but this is the retreat beard. Like this is training mode. I'm gonna get these high and tights and I ain't shaving. That's my retreat mode. Cause I'm, that's my training mode. I'm not a nice person to be around these days. It's the mindset of a winner. And guys, let, let me ask you this. What has not went and produced in your life? <laughs> like you don't produce what you want. Why not just keep winning? I mean, why not? Oh, because your wife wants you home more? Tell her she can come on the road. Like, look, when we were a young couple and I worked in different environments, when my wife got off work, she would come up, up to my job and sit there till I got off. I remember one guy, he asked me one time, he was like, bro, my wife don't even listen to me. Your wife come up here every day and sit and wait for you to get off. And not to pick me up. She would come in her own car. I'd leave in my own car when it's time to go. He was like, what? And I'm like, her whole family here. Like, we ain't got no kids. Like, I'm her assignment. So when she got off, she came to where greatness was. Oh, your wife might not see you as greatness. Whose fault is that? That ain't my fault. I'm not eating, not consistently anyway, because you know we got some, we got some rugged maniac goals, and uh, my dad and grandma wanted to go out to eat yesterday. My wife took them. D did I say it was my dad and my grandma, and my wife took them? Because Tasha, no, we do order around here, and order follows winners. So if your life chaotic, your calendar chaotic, your kids, your company chaotic, your career chaotic, I can tell you what you, you might be getting paid, but you're not winning. Because when you start winning, they might promote you to VP or CEO. They might say, we need you on the board. They will start saying things like, we can't afford to lose you. So what's your next compensation level? What would the Lakers have paid for whatever LeBron brought? He brought them a championship. He attracted such talented players to the ball club. So whatever he... Bro, we saw what they paid the two-time MVP, now world champion Giannis. They're like $300 million and all. If you want all your brothers in the team, just say it. Like, like one of your brothers already don't play, but if it keeps you happy, Giannis, whatever you want. For how much money they gave Steph that he earned by being Steph, by being a winner. Bro, even so much so that his wife was on a talk and she was like, you don't give me enough time. When are you going to get that extra? It's 168 hours in the week. If you take your behind to the gym, he probably there. <laughs> you get all the, if you catch, if you catch the free throw and bounce it back, you can get all the time you need because that's where he at. See, Tasha figured that out early. She's like, oh, he going to go. So let me just go. Where I know he going to be. It's not deep. And I was joking her this weekend because it was like my third or fourth time going to the gym on Saturday. I was like, you coming? She's like, I should, but I'm not going to go. I was like, 
babe, you still pay your gym membership? She was like, yeah. I was like, have you ever been to the gym? She was like, no. I was like, okay. Once you know, you go, you know what I'm saying? I, what you know? She's like, you don't got to say, I know who I am. And that's our problem. We keep acting like other people's choices reflect on us. They don't. You just win. I was listening to an interview a, a while ago. And Kobe said this to the gentleman who has the Valuetainment channel. He asked him, Kobe, how did you recruit? Kobe said, easy. You want to win? Come with me. You want to lose? Go anywhere else. It's not deep. Because he was a winner. What leverage would consistent winning give you? Consistent winning. Bro, influence isn't hard to build. Don't let Instagram and Facebook and followers fool you. Influence isn't hard to build. Just keep winning. If Mr. Barnes keeps doing 400 burpees to warm up every Friday, bro, you think he's not going to attract business? You think, bro, if I'm doing business in Northern California and I have two companies to work with. One where a gentleman can do 400 burpees for a warm-up and one where the gentleman says, I'm the best at what I do. I'll go with the 400 burpee board because there's something about him pushing himself, challenging himself, seeing that it never stops. Your level of greatness is never limited as long as you consistently put up wins. But one of the things we're afraid to do is get a little selfish. Tell people, not, no, not right now. But tell people, we ain't never having this conversation because this conversation don't produce. I'm looking at winners. I'm looking at winners. And, and one of the frustrations we have is we're trying to duplicate ourselves and others and we didn't ask them up front, are they a winner? How many of people would be married to the people we chose to marry if we had asked them, are you a winner? We were more interested in that. They looked a certain way, blackout, blackout, everything was flowing, the conversation, the sex. That's what we were interested in. But we didn't say, are you a winner? Because at this stage and age in my life and career and business, bro, I want winners around me. Like, period. Because what winners teach you passively Counts way more than what liars, losers, liars, losers teach you actively. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to a great sales presentation. The, the best salesperson in the company don't talk a lot. It's always the person with low sales. Because they got something to prove. But the best, the best, bro, they know. They recruit like Kobe. You want to win? Buy this product. <laughs> you want to lose? Go somewhere else. It ain't deep. And guys, you don't get there by skipping the self-development. Mind. Y'all know what's coming. Health. Y'all know what's coming. Balance. Y'all know what's coming. Well, and you know why I highlighted both Mr. Barnes and Gardy? Because at the end of the day, it was both about money, but it wasn't about money. He on the cover of a wealth magazine, y'all. 
Gardy said, I know real estate might not be, no, I, I know building a business might not be for everyone, but building wealth is. But how will wealth, how would building wealth hurt, hurt you? But here's the thing. You're going to have to put together some wins to build wealth. You're going to have to put together some wins. I remember when Mr. Barnes first told me about adjusting his schedule to train with a certain sensei at a certain level. And then the jumping jacks. Because he told that story to a lot of people. It's like a thousand or more jumping jacks. Like just to train. And guys, when you start to put together your series of wins, it leads to wealth. Bro, who, who not going to hire Miss Simone Biles to consult on a high-performance mind? Bro, when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, the one time they won it, because they only won one time, Microsoft hired the whole coaching staff to come in and train the entire company at whatever they cost. Pete Carroll, everybody, bro, everybody. Everybody. Winning has residual effects. When my wife was a dental hygienist in downtown Seattle, she was like, she took, she took a picture of the Super Bowl ring and sent it to me. I was like, babe, how you got the Super Bowl ring? She was like, oh, one of my patients is the team doctor. I was like, yeah, he got a ring? The residual effects of winning and a lot of the stress in our life is because we stop winning to make the losers around us feel comfortable. It's always a rhetorical question when I ask my wife, you going to the gym with me? She's always gonna say no. And even if she said yes, I'd like you have to drive yourself because chances are you gonna be there a lot shorter than I will. So it's rhetorical. Hope she's not listening because I don't want her to get in on the inside joke. But it's rhetorical. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I do it all the You going to the gym with me? No? Oh, okay. It's rhetorical. And I'm prepared for when she says yes. Oh, yeah, your gym bag in your car? Okay, I'll see you there. Because what winners don't have to do is motivate people to do their parts. To do their part. And too many of us, we're carrying sorry teams instead of saying, you just don't make the cut. Are you the best in the world at what you do? No? Help me find the best in the world at what you do. Because if you surround yourself with winners, that's how winning gets done. But if you keep pretending you can win with losers. How you do that? That's why we heard the famous, I'm going to take my talents to where? Bro, we all can finish that statement. South Beach, why? Because right now, Cleveland ain't had enough of me. You know what I'm saying? He judged him. He was just like, ah, Cleveland right now don't have enough of me. And then when he learned a formula of attracting enough of him to Cleveland, then he go back and get it done. And then, then his win in L.A. proved that I got, I got the keys, the keys, the keys. So, guys, find an area that you know how to win in and now ask yourself, what are the keys that unlocks every other area of your life?
If you're a phenomenal cook, chances are there's things you consistently do in the kitchen that could apply to your health, that could apply to how you manage your family. If you phenomenal, chances are there are things you do there that when you transfer the keys, the tools, the strategies to other environments, you also win. But our problem is there are so many excuse makers around us. Many of them live with us. And we feel so bad about leaving them behind because they have every story in the book. Daddy, you don't spend enough time with me. Well, daddy going for this walk. You, you welcome to come. Daddy, I don't like, well, shut up then and go back to doing whatever the hell you were doing before you interrupted me. But because we got to be so politically correct now, people are so nice about sorry people who bring these sorry mistakes to your doorstep and make you feel sorry for having to help them and then get mad and entitled when you don't. Versus saying, look, I see a winner in front of me, but you're not doing what winners do. Step it up. Step it up. Step it up. Because guys, the residual effects of winning what would Gardy be able to do for his elderly parents as he continues to string wins together? What will Mr. Barnes be able to do with his family's legacy, this business that his daddy's generation started? What will he be able to do as he consistently puts wins together? Are we going to play? Are we going to keep making excuses for those we love? Bro, I love my wife. But where's she a loser? She a loser, bro. Ain't no other word for it. One of the things I keep telling her is how you do anything. I just don't understand why they're bringing me these problems at work. You look like somebody that people bring problems to. Or I don't look like somebody people bring problems to. They're like, ooh, let's leave him alone. Like, even if they told us he was the answer, let's just, let's just, you know what I'm saying? Let's go ask somebody else. Is he a little bit, a little bit Bernard? is real but now think about the time i don't have to spend wading through the trash of other people's mistakes because i don't look like somebody who take on other people's mistakes and many of us without knowing it we can add zeros if, if income is a goal we can add a deeper family connection if deeper family connections is a goal we could truly take back our health and truly elevate our thoughts if we would truly just tap in to our winning ways. And most of us, because I've been here, go ahead and self-disclose, excuse me. Most of us remember what that stretch of wins took. And then we remember when we stopped. Just want y'all to picture that moment when you were always winning. I remember one time one mentor was like, Bernard, you have to pick your battles. I was like, you're such a loser. And he was like, what? I was like, bruh, only losers say that. If you come to me with any battle, you know one thing, I'm going to fight you. Bro, you're not going to win everything. Sometimes people just better than you. But guess what I got in that fight? Because I tell you, if you watch boxing, when the Gypsy King fought Wilder the first time, bro, he got laid out Friday style, but he got up 
And it's, it's something about fighting every battle that teaches you everything you need for the next one. Because the next fight? <laughs> he almost retired that man. He almost retired. Why? Because he fought every battle. He got in the ring with him and felt him out. Think about Ruiz. Last minute substitution. Having to fight Anthony Joshua, bro. He looked like what boxers should look like. And Ruiz was like, eh. <laughs> and bro, he took the belts up off him. Fighting, bro, he could have ducked, he could have ducked it. He could have said, I'm not in shape to fight. There's no way for me to get in shape to fight. But he fought every battle, bro. And he spent time as the first Mexican heavyweight champion ever because he got in the ring and he fought that battle. I can tell you something about winners. We fight everything. And, and see, so, so what weak men has done was usurp the language and start to say, be competitive. That ain't got nothing to do with fighting. Brother, <laughs> it's not fighting. Stop being competitive. Just win. Because sometimes winning is ugly, bro. Ugly. Alarm go off, feet hit the ground, put my sweats on, go make whatever shake I'm drinking. I don't even know how I get to the gym. Thank God nobody dies between house and gym. And I start lifting up heavy things and putting it down. Somewhere at 20 minutes of lifting up heavy things and putting things down, my mind starts to wake up. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere between my fourth Drake song, I put on some French Montana, turn it up a bit. And then if I, if I get into the Rick Ross, I'm like really on, you know what I'm saying? And then when I need to finish out, you put on some Gucci, you get a little, you know, so trap bounce going and I'm right. And if the workout get real good, I put on some St. John and really go in. You know, kind of new school with that old school flavor. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know how it happened, but that's just what it looked like. But winning is done the way winning is done. And your combination of success moves, it don't need to match minds. What you have to look for is the result. Are you a winner? If you're not winning, you are not yet a winner. But you can be. Just find what your success moves look like. The problem is we've all experienced it before. But we stop doing something. We stop doing. We know what we stop doing. Love Gardy's post. He said, "I could have went back and took a job." He's in IT. That's one of the most lucrative industries. Raheem, the New York market, bro. He could have took his talents to South Beach and cashed out. He was like, "You know what? I'm gonna take a chance on me." And guys, winners are always willing to take that ball and do what they got to do. Put the game on their shoulders. Giannis, 50-something points. Why? He's like, look, I love my boys. I'm glad they're on my team. But just in case they don't, you know what I'm saying? Just in case they don't understand, I'm from a place that, I don't know if y'all remember that Greece was like bankrupt a few years ago. Like no opportunities. Everybody leaving. No tourism going there. I think they was even going to get kicked out <laughs> the whole euro system because they couldn't produce nothing so he knows a lot of people his winning and his winning ways can help because trust me if Giannis retires and 
pulls a basketball camp in Greece, a lot of people daddies will find a way to get their sons or daughters over there to train with Giannis. Yes, they will. Oh, yes, they will. I know a lot of wealthy Wall Street dudes who are going to pay money just to play against Giannis. Oh, yes, they will. Just to golf with Giannis. Oh, yes, they will. To have dinner with Giannis. Oh, yes, they will. Because winning has residuals. And that's why I want you guys diving in into the mindset of cultivating a string of wins in your life. And start small. Maybe it's making your bed every day. That's small. Put that set of wins together. Maybe it's doing one more mile than you would typically do. Some of us like, look, I don't even, and you like, no, I'm committed to one mile a day, two miles a day. And you just build, build on that. You build on that. Guys, whatever your winning takes, your winning mindset takes, I need you right now dialing that in. No apologies, no excuses. And bro, who, bro, who don't like it, don't like it. Who do, does it make you a nice person sometimes? Probably not. Are you going to be an a-hole sometimes? Probably. Are people going to get less of you? Yes. But here's something you can promise them. When I show up, you will always get the best of me because you're pushing yourself as a winner to consistently be your best. And that's something that losers don't do. A loser will always have an excuse as to why it didn't get done. I had a tough conversation with a business partner today and uh, we're doing joint business and bro, my team flows like me. Why? Because I get to pick them. Like, why would you pick teammates that if you get injured, you still don't go home with a championship? Have y'all not learned anything from LeBron? You know, like I want people like AD on my team. Giannis was hurt and still had to play to put up 51. I want people like LeBron who like, you know what? I got this movie coming out. I am a little bit sore. So can y'all go ahead and, uh, do the late show without me for a few. Y'all got it? We need Russell? Yeah, I'll go talk to Russell. You know what I'm saying? If that's what we need next year, let me go talk to Russell. Westbrook, he's, he's, he's the guy. If he's the guy, let's go get the guy. So that, you know, if, if Space Jam, the trilogy comes out and I need to be in that, you know what I'm saying? We still in a good space. But a lot of us don't get that. We still choosing shitty teammates. And a winner is going to go find who winners are and be like, how much it costs for you to be here? How much it costs so that we can win. And too many of us are okay with shitty teammates because they're super available. They're available because they losers. Losers always got time. Because they ain't doing nothing and they ain't going nowhere. But see, we got so politically correct, we can't call people losers anymore. We can't call people fat anymore. We can't call people, look, keep your depression over there. We can't say that no more. We can't say, go, go find a therapist and leave me the hell alone with your problems. We can't say, go pay for life coaching, bro. I don't want to coach you for free. We can't do none of that no more. But you know what I found at 2 a.m. in the morning? There's only winners there at the gym. And none of them got that tiny violin. None of them got all of them problems. Bro, they don't even ask for spots at 2 a.m. 
it's always like the 11 a.m. crowd who ain't who ain't really a shake no more, but they want you to know that they was at the gym. That's like, can you spot me? I was like, spot you to do what? I'm like, bro, that's a hundred pounds. <laughs> Pick that up and put it down. Why are you asking me for help? <laughs> like, like I ain't trying to disrespect you. I, I get it. However, I don't get it because you tripping right now. If you can't pick that up by yourself, go back to a weight you can pick up by yourself and grow to that level. You skipping steps. I try to ride you right now, but you skipping steps. Start with the twenties. You know what I'm saying? Work your way up. That's how this works. Now, but if you spot me real quick, you know I can plus out one, bro. You talking to me? Stop doing that. Like I don't work here. You know what I'm saying? I got. I ain't got the logo on my chest. Go find somebody who work here and ask for a spot. Leave me the hell alone. Matter of fact, if you see me on this side of the gym, go to the next side. Let's never talk. Ever, ever, ever talk. Ever in your life. Let's never, ever, ever do that. Because you're, bruh, I have learned from the pandemic. Some things are contagious. And I don't want none of that, bruh. I'm about to breathe in some of that air. And now I'm whining and making excuses, too. Asking for a spot on 100 pounds, too. Leave me out of that. You know what I'm saying? Leave me, leave me out of that. But if you have a way for me to level up, I'm all ears. I'm also all money. I'll pay for it. Because I want to cultivate the habit of winning. And you don't cultivate the habit of winning by whining and allowing too many losers in your life. Guys, it's retreat season. So these are just warm-ups. It's gonna get harder at the retreat. See the people come kind of they're like, Ugh. yeah, it's gonna be like that. It's gonna be like that. Because guys, you the guys. Like your sons and daughters, your families, your businesses, you the people with I'm counting on to run the world. Because if not you, then ain't a lot of quality options out there. So you the guys, but you're not going to get there if you keep accepting losses more than wins. And when at times losses show up, remember it's a lesson. Grab the lesson, level up. Grab the lesson, level up. Man, I can't, I can't win without Phil. Hey, y'all, uh, I knew I ran Phil out of town. Yeah, we don't need him back. But Kobe, like, you don't have to pop whatever he needs. Whatever he needs, need me apologize, come to his daughter's wedding, you know what I'm saying? Sign everything in his house. What, what I got to do? We, bro, I need to win. Too many of us were not saying whatever I got to do, I need to win. We look around, it's not a lot of winners around. What if, what if Tasha was my only example of life? What, what if Tasha was my only example of life? Bro, I'd be a Candy Crush master because she's great at that game. <laughs> bro, what you want me to do live for her? Bro, she's great at Candy Crush. I suck at it. And too many of us don't understand that a lot of the losing habits we have is because we allow losers around us. By choice. They just ring the doorbell or they got a key to the house. And they come in and sit right next to you. Tasha, check the temperature of the room before she comes sit next to me. Like, ooh. I want to be a Candy Crush pro right now, so let me go ahead and go to the family room. 
I'm like, babe, you didn't kiss me. Yeah, because you go ask me about my day and I'm going to say some losing stuff and you're going to blast me. So I'm going to go ahead and just skip that. Uh-uh, come get this work. <laughs> come get this work. Because the problem is if we learn to tolerate losing, it multiplies. But if all you cultivate is winning, that also multiplies. So you have to start pushing yourself and everyone else around you to win. With evidence, the cover of a magazine, guardy closing on the house. Evident, guys. Every loser statement starts with what had happened was the dog and the homework, the teacher, and how they teach. Or take your lumps. That's how winning is done. Overcome. That's how winning is done. Stop apologizing for winning. That's also how winning is done. When people want to win, tell them, hey, you need to get with winners. I'm a winner. It ain't deep. All right, guys, we got about nine minutes. Feel free to share some feedback. Uh, if you have a question, feel free to ask that question. We're going to try to get you the answer. Go for it. Okay, seems like I did my job. Ain't no questions. People locked in. They're like, ooh, let me not ask a loser question after that. So it's fine. I'm only a jerk on Sundays. It's not Sunday. Today I'm just an asshole. It's all right. <laughs> Go for it, Drew. I I'll call it Bernard. Yeah, I, I was just thinking to myself, uh, you know, uh, that I, I often don't tolerate you know, well, I guess I do. I am tolerating losers around myself, but more so my comment being that I'm tolerating myself losing more often than, than I'm holding myself accountable to winning. And uh, it's a mindset that I, I'm working on adjusting and changing. So I really appreciate this conversation. Come on, true. Well said. Well said. Anyone else? Comments, questions? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Already. I'm, I'm noticing just to, I guess, expound upon what you shared, which was, you know, great as usual. <laughs> That's how it go. But um, I'm noticing as I'm, I'm, I'm shifting and moving towards just dialing in on my greatness in every aspect of my life, that it's not weird, but it's interesting how a lot more people are coming to me and like, trying to take and in, 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 you know, get my energy. And <laughs> I'm getting to the space, which is what I'm proud of, where I'll just send people my Calendly and be like, all right, schedule time. Or, you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like Clifton knows himself is like, hey, I don't have time to be chit-chat. I told somebody that yesterday and he was all butthurt about it. And then lo and behold, I got a notification on my email that he set, set it up. So, you know, proof is proof. So I appreciate the call. Come on, man. Proof is proof. Look, look. Winners are very attractive. That's why they're coming to you. We're winning is attractive. But tell them losers that they're going to have to pay for time or donate to a charity of your choice or something. Why? Because it's costing you something to listen to their losing stories. Or it's costing you. 
Like, even if you have to spend five minutes decompressing from all their crap, right, it's costing you. So make it cost them. Bro, winning is very attractive. Never doubt that. Many of us would never have gotten any ever in our life. Weren't we winners? Let's just tell the truth. Everybody ain't fine, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Some people just bored, you know, looking like Brad Pitt. Some people not. So winning has attracted things and opportunities to our life that we take advantage of. Let me make it make sense. Harvey Weinstein was getting some, y'all. Looking like Harvey Weinstein. Bro, but if you look at Harvey Weinstein, I mean, before all of the Me Too stuff, if you looked at his bank account before the Me Too stuff, you get it. You get it. Bro, he was a winner. If you're an American over a certain age, you have seen a Harvey Weinstein produced movie, period. Point blank, period. He slung together a slew of wins. But here's the thing that we want to challenge you to think about. If you can win in business, you can win in life. If you can win in, in, in mind, you can win in health. If you can win in health, you can win in relationships. If you can win in relationships, you can win in money. Right? Just win it. Just commit to winning. And just stop doing what losers do. You hear some, you hear a you hear a loser say something that you still doing, you're like, yeah, yep. I remember a guy in the military, he stopped smoking. I'm like, bro, you used to smoke like three packs a day. He was like, yeah. And those four people failed their PT test. And they get kicked out of the military. So I'm done smoking. He's like, I'm done. He's like, no cravings? He's like, I crave money more than I crave cigarettes. <laughs> they just lost their income source. They spent money to lose their income source. He's like, I'm, I'm attracted to money way more than I'm attracted to nicotine. Bro, winners gonna always sound crazy, but they win it. And bro, he like high, high, high up in the military now. What do you need to be more attracted to? What do you need to be more attracted to? And I started training and I sent my brother the picture for proof. Doing shoulder presses. I did, I'm not a complainer. So I didn't tell my brother when he put me through my first workout, bro, I was done. Both of my shoulders at some point one needed to be surgically repaired. I didn't want to do it. He said, if you build enough muscle, you'll be fine. Um, the other clavicle was broken. He said, we need to pop it back into place surgically. I was like, nah, uh, because you know I've been trained that once surgery starts, it might have to continue. So painful. So I'm working out. He's teaching me proper form. Bro, I can only get the 80s up. Sent him a picture. I can lift the whole rack now. Whole rack is 150. Shoulder presses. Just sticking with what winners do. Taking them behind to the gym, doing the program. Breast not that deep. Pick heavy stuff up, put it down. Pick something heavier up, put it down. Put some more Drake on, put it down. You know what I'm saying? Text my cousin Azariah, say, bro, I need something a little harder. He's like, oh man. Uh, he sent me the future album. He helped me some little, little yachty, help me get through some tough moments. You know what I'm saying? And, bro, that's just what you do. Whatever winners do. If winning is walking every day, go win. If winning is talking to each child one by one for five to ten minutes every day, go win. If winning is starting your own business, go win. If winning is quitting that job, go win. 
if winning is adding four more income sources, passive income sources, stocks, leveraging your credit, whatever, go win. Because here's the thing. I have watched my wife make more adjustments to walk as a winner because of the residual effects of winning. I, guys, I, I don't really wear tight shirts. We went to pick up my dad and grandma from the airport flying back from San Francisco. My wife had dressed kind of casual. So I put on my little medium G-Man white t-shirt and Tasha was like, I'm like, uh-uh, I don't want no babies. That's that baby look. You know, I probably know what the baby look look like. My brother's got kids, but I know. I'm like, I know I'm looking small, but that's from the gym though. And you can get none of this. You can get none of this. You didn't earn this. Just because you're my wife, you just don't have access to this. You're going to have to do your work. And bro, she know. Like, I, I, bro, I'm serious. Like, I said it funny, but I was serious. Because you can't do what winners do and then just give losers access. And then wonder why you're feeling devalued. Guys, humbly, take your win into the next level. If you're coming to the retreat, that's what this retreat is going to be about. Take your win into, bro, you, you are winning in some area of your life or you wouldn't be on this call. We're going to help you take it to a next level. Because if you take your winning to a next level, that's the difference between getting to the final game and winning the Super Bowl. Getting to, Giannis had two MVPs and went home a loser, just like everybody else. Bro, how does that feel? That must suck. Bro, if they call you the MVP, they, they're saying that you should be the guy. But he went home two years, a loser. And so when he came right back to the same goal again, they said he started playing basketball at 17 years old. Winners win. Some of y'all been playing what y'all been playing at for your whole life making every excuse about why you're not there. He just started. He just started. And he got it done. Because winners win. You have been listening to the G-Men Podcast. Like, review, and share this episode if something you heard challenged you to grow and positioned you to lead. The G-Men community exists to allow men to connect through group coaching, training calls, online workshops, and location-based retreats. Join the movement at gmenworldwide.com.